three, two, and one. What is good? This is the Puro Caballero Show. Back again, your host, Mara Mario Caballero. Doing the damn thing. Another solo show. Signing off here before I head back up north. Day after tomorrow. It is uh, Wednesday, April the 18th. And I'm chilling. It is the motherfucking hump day. What is up? What is happening? I was going to check in yesterday, but... Eh. I don't know. Kind of lazy with it. It is what it is. But... Gotta mention, we are entering Taurus season. And my birthday is right around the corner. So, we're gonna have a good time. So... Here's what it is. We're gonna go in. Gonna have a good time. But yeah, this is your host, Mara Mario Caballero, aka Vizuru Zapata, aka Tree Trevino, podcast gang, Eddie Najera, Mestizo Michelangelo. What is happening, my folks, my peoples? Hope you're having a good time. Just give you a little recap. Had a pretty cool weekend. Got to go uh, randomly go help uh, DJ a party. Uh, Inglewood, that was cool. And uh, shout out to homie VJ and Frank. The little B2B2B. A little set there. It was all uh, VJ songs and shit, and it was pretty random. <laughs> I was just uh, throwing whatever I could find up there, but we had a good time. It was fun. Fun time. But the biggest highlight of that whole party, though, no lie, a taco dude. Anytime you go to a party, they got a taco guy. Oh, my God. That's the best. They could literally do no no wrong. That's the, the, the greatest thing you could add to a party, a greatest accessory. Not everybody drinks. Not everybody gonna do drugs. Not everybody gonna want the sweets, delectables, but tacos, man, bruh. And that shit sizzling right there in front of you. Whoo, that al pastor. You got some little salad cooking on the side. Damn. Damn, mouth watering. Whoo, tortillas flipping. Got the salsa, dude. They had the fixings too. They had a thing with guacamole. They had a thing with uh, red salsa, green salsa. The thing with onions. They had a thing with. They had grilled onions on the grill. They had. Damn, so good, so fucking good. Cilantro. Lemons or limes, excuse me, limes, cut up, ready to go. But the thing that made this one stand out is. They made some quesadillas. They were fucking ridiculous. So good. Man, I'll read like a motherfucker. That fucked me up for the next day. <laughs> but, man. That was a good call. So, shout out to VJ. Shout out to the homies who we met out there. Had a good time. Damn. That shit was crazy. Anyway, moving on. 
I think that was Friday night. No, Saturday. Sunday. No, that was Friday night. Anyway, Saturday. Gotta go finally complete the circle and get this tattoo that I've been plotting for goddamn eight years now. Finally got it. Finally finished it off. So, I'll post something on my IG probably sometime soon. And y'all can see that shit, but I'll leave it for that. Won't get too much into it, but I will shout out to the homie Ray. I got my ink done. I'm going to blast his IG because I'm a good person like that. Let's see here. Where you at? Where you at, Ray? At Yang Ben Tattoo. Shout out to him. Give him the follow. And I believe he's got an alternate IG. Because he also does uh, production design. And some of the artwork on the side, too. That's pretty dope. Pretty creative, dude. Known him for a few years now. Did my first tattoo on my right bicep, and this one's on my left. Um, yeah, it meant a lot to me. So, thank you, Ray. Appreciate that shit. Got some other new ideas. <laughs> my mom. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Hilarious shit just happened. <laughs> oh, man. When, like, someone not good with technology tries to do some shit, and it's like... <laughs> so, I get a text from my mom because... She's trying to get me some of these, like, blankets, right? And I'm like, oh, let me get some purple ones. Let me get a purple one. So, like, Mexican blankets. I was like, she, so she types in Amazon Mexican lavender blankets and sends me a text. And I'm like, what in the fuck? So I sent her some question marks, three question marks. And she goes, sorry, thought on was, I thought on was, sorry, taught on was on Google. So she messed, she typoed the apology too. <laughs> Oh man, that is hilarious. That's so good. Anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, back to the weekend. We kept it going. We kept it moving. Um, on Sunday, ended up uh, going out doing some volunteer work with my with uh, the company that I work with. Uh, some some of us we went out to to PV. We went out to a little park. It was really nice. Uh, had a little garden right there. I was right overlooking the coast, um, which is amazing. It was a beautiful day. It was had a good time. Just help, helped them out a little bit with that. Mostly, I was just laying down mulch <laughs> and getting dirty, which I really didn't mind doing. So we had a good one, and then like got to kick it a little bit with some of my coworkers afterwards. So I had a good time. The shit was fun. Um. Yeah, that was a uh, was a beautiful day. So gotta go out and do something productive. That's how I looked at that. Oh yeah. Also got a gym session on the weekend, which was cool. Gotta keep doing that. Gots to keep it up. 
been on this tip about getting in better shape since uh, about December, January. Really trying to kick that up a notch, and I've been trying to hit it, hit it pretty hard going to the gym. So just kind of keep it moving. Anyway, one of my favorite times of the year. It is NBA playoff season. And I'm fucking loving it. It's already a couple games into like each of the series, and things are pretty interesting, man. There's some there's some storylines for sure. We'll see what plays out, and what is just uh, you know much ado about nothing in the first round, because that does happen from time to time. But let's start breaking it down a little bit. Just yesterday or two days ago, we got some. Vintage ass D Wade, which was amazing. Got to take it over and really did it in limited minutes, too. I think he had like 28 points in like 25 minutes, which is fucking efficient as hell, man. That was really damn good. And this dude was just hitting some old school back you down, turn around, fade away jumpers from the, po- from the mid range, mid post area on the baseline, and attacking the rim, cutting. Just doing everything, man. Vintage ass D Wade. That shit was cool. So like, he got a win. They tied up the series against Philly. With uh, Ben Simmons went off in the first game. He had himself a day, and then they kind of adjusted, and he didn't play as well. So we'll see what will happen, especially without MB. So I think they ruled him out for Game Three, also with the um facial contusion. Broke a bone in his face, pretty much. He's got to wear a mask for the rest of the playoffs, I think, or for at least for the time being. I know he passed the concussion protocol, so he's good in that regard, but still got to be able to ensure he's fully healed. And I know Sixers don't fuck around with that shit, so so unfortunate for him. I know he put the Instagram post up real pissed off about not playing. So hopefully game four. We want to see him play for sure. I mean, this series is going five at least. And I would like to see him at least play a couple games in the series. Because that he takes that team to a fucking whole nother stratosphere for sure. Embiid is like ridiculous. He's a cheat code type player. There's only like a couple of those guys in the NBA. Where it's like, if you got him on your team, it's almost not fair. He's got like all that skill set, huge frame. So I hope he gets back, man. I really, really do hope he gets back. But moving on to another series. How about Brombron tonight? Fucking went berserk. I think he had like the first 16 points for the Cavs against uh, the Pacers, which uh, Andy, they pulled the upset in game one. They didn't just win. They fucking rolled, steamrolled the Cavs. That shit was crazy. I was not expecting that. I would think they, uh, they could have won, but not in that fashion. I think they won by like 20. They were up by 20 early in the game, and they just cruised. Hit cruise control and just kept the kept that lead pretty much the whole way. But LeBron, man. I think he finished with 46, I want to say. What am I doing? What am I Googling? Why am I Googling the number 46? 
LeBron James. Bro, the 15s are fresh. I'm not gonna lie. 15s are motherfucking fresh. Yeah, check this stat line out right here. 40 minutes, obviously. 46 points on 17 and 24 shooting. 2 for 5 from 3. 12 boards. 5 assists. 2 steals. Fucking ridiculous. LeBron went MJ mode. Last night he was more, or the game before he was more magic mode. He had 24, 10 rebounds, 12 assists. That's fucking crazy. No other NBA player has had that versatility to be able to impact the game in so many different ways. From game, from night to night even. Opponent to opponent, series to series. Shit, defender to, to defender. This dude is so smart. He knows what to do against everybody. Obviously, you get some playoff calls and shit like that, but it is what it is. going to happen regardless. As we keep moving, I mean, what's that going to mean for the offseason, though? After the game one, I was like, man, for, for real, if they get bounced out in the first round, he's for sure bouncing out of Cleveland. And then after this, seeing game two, I still might think the same because it took a Herculean effort in terms of the point scoring production for him just for this team to get a W. It was a three-point victory that they had. Wasn't no uh, no blowout by any means at all. So we'll see what that means for the post for the off season. A lot of speculation where the hell he's going to go. I really, really don't want him on the Lakers. I don't care if he comes to the Clippers. I don't give a damn. Not the Lakers. Please, God, help me. Anyone else but that team. It's probably going to be them, and that's just going to piss me off. That's what it is. Because then I get my little brother and my dad talking shit the most. The most. And that's not cool, man. That shit's not cool. Always hate it. That smirk on my dad's face. Just, just oh, man. Just pissed me off when he did, like, jump shots against me. And I was trying super hard as a little kid. He'd be like, hoo, hoo, hoo. Ha, ha, ha. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> like, giving you that kind of look. And, uh, yeah. That's, uh... Let's, uh, let's hope that doesn't happen that way. Moving on. Dubs. Keep it rolling against the Spurs. It's just another day in the neighborhood. Pretty much. I want to say Draymond definitely elbowed the shit out of Bertrand's. Or Bertrand's, whatever his name is. Hit him in the face. One time. Gave him something to think about. But they got the W. They were rolling. Still without Curry. They got good production from everybody. Andre Godala, man. That dude still got bounce. And that's pretty impressive. Looks like he's keeping his body in good, real good shape. But, like, he's had bounce since forever, obviously. Still got some. Some gun up and down the court. Jamming one down. 
got a couple dunks I want to say. So, oh yeah, it was pretty much uh, kind of what you expected. Spurs gave up a good, uh, put up a good fight for most of the game, and then just I think in the second half, it just uh, it's kind of melted apart for them a little bit. It was nice to see Lamarcus Aldridge have an impactful game. And at least it wasn't a blowout for most of the the contest. As we keep it moving. What about the Pellies? Freaking Pelicans up 2-0 against the Blazers. Anthony Davis is just going off. Drew Holiday just really showing out. Rondo just dropping dimes. Just out of his mind. Put him like 15 plus assist nights. Like that shit's fucking ridiculous. I see him throwing like passes through the key. On point right to his teammate. Cut into the hoop. No margin for error. Guy's hand down. Almost tips it. Shit like that. Like craziness. And Drew Holiday like locking up on defense too man. Shout out to Drew. Went, went to UCLA. Don't know which high school he went to. Let's look that up. Let's look it up. If we had my homie Isaiah here he would fucking know. Drew's been a nice player man. Let's see, high school, bang. Oh, we went to Campbell. Not on Studio City. There you go. Drew was nice. So had some brothers. Justin Holiday, too, made the league. As we move on. Oh, well, wait, let's, let's pause that. They got two wins on the road in Portland. That's a tough place to play. Against Lillard and McCollum. Man, they've been kind of really held in check. Nurkic hasn't been doing enough. And the rest of the guys are just not putting enough. Mo Harkless did just come back from injury after being out for a while. So he's a key cog that is not present. So I think they've been really feeling that. And uh, we'll see how they do because now they got to go to New Orleans. That's yeah, not going to bode well. Got to win game three. Let's find a way to win game four. Tie that series up, make it a best of three series pretty much. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. That's rough. Tough sledding. Tough, tough sledding. Moving on. Next matchup. Jazz Thunder. Donovan Mitchell, please stand up. My God. Whew, that spin move he had down the lane. Just watching some of the highlights after uh, watching the other games tonight. My goodness. That's ridiculous. A rookie. Putting his team on his back and uh, going out and getting a W. Yeah, Mitchell didn't really look phased. He was just about it. So shouts to him. He's been killing it. We'll see how how far he can go. I saw Ricky Rubio hitting some threes. 
Who would have thought that? That just tells you people, you just got to keep working on your craft. Everything that you're bad at, you can eventually be good if you just want that dedication and hard work. I mean, to a certain extent, you can't can't defy physics, okay? But y'all understand me. Y'all know what I mean. This dude was not a good three-point shooter coming into his career. Now he can uh, legitimately stretch the floor, so it's what you need in the NBA. So, shout out to Rubio. Keeping it going. Allows him to play off the ball. It's a big hindrance if you can't shoot outside. Playing off the ball, your man can just sag in, help defend on all the drives and cuts from everybody else. So, yeah, there's that. Moving on. We've got Celtics Bucks, man. Bucks are looking rudderless. The C's, even without Gordon Hayward, without Kyrie Irving, without Marcus Smart. It's like damn near three starters right there. Still doing work. Terry Rozier, that motherfucker, is just a fucking, you know, streaky-ass confidence scorer, prototypical NBA-type player. That dude just puts in work, takes tough shots, and just doesn't give a fuck. He says, I'm going to do me, and y'all going to watch, and y'all going to see. And when it comes through, it comes through. He played well. Jalen Brown played well. Dude put up 30 last game. Youngest Celtic ever to put up 30. I think he's like 21 years old. Second year in the, second year in the league. Shout out to Cal. Shout out to Oakland. Berkeley. That's where he went to school for a year. So, Jalen Brown, man, that dude can ball. Looks like he got a really, really bright future ahead of him. So, Celtics are getting some of these young guys to play well very early. Earlier than they would expect. Earlier than most people expected. Jalen Brown, number one. Number two, Jason Tatum. Tatum is coming through. He's a rookie. Three, Terry Rozier. From time to time, I mean, you can get a little carried away. But he's one of those irrational confidence dudes. Just give him the ball, let him go. If you need something. And Al Horford's playing really good. So it's interesting to see where the the Celtics can go without uh, some of their main dudes. Sad that Gordon Haywood had that setback because they could have used a even just 20 minutes of him right right about now, 15, 20 minutes. That'd be very, very useful in certain stretches. As we keep it going. It's been a very, very frosty winter for a lot of destinations that have uh, baseball teams there. I think it was the largest amount of rainouts or rescheduled games like in MLB history up in this this point of uh this time of the calendar of the season which uh I think it was like two days ago I was watching Sports Center so there's about twenty four to twenty eight 
reschedule games due to like rainouts and all that inclement weather, what what have you. Yeah, cold weather baseball. You've seen so many dudes rocking the beanies out there. It's always the beginning of the season, the end of the season. The shit ends in November and it gets frosty in certain places, depending on who's playing. It gets chilly, depending on where you are. I've seen, I remember Philly playing the World Series when they won, and I think the second time when they they came up short. Can't remember who they lost to, but uh, damn, yeah, all like most of their players had the the beanie flap hats. Those were like kind of a new thing with like turtlenecks and all that. Bunch of layered up. Some dudes wearing jackets and stuff. Maybe you've seen that like so far this this uh, this season. You've seen that quite a bit. And another thing, that crazy thing that happened. There was a piece of freaking ice that fell off of the CN Tower up in Toronto. Like huge old chunks of ice that like. Or freaking missiles, like ice missiles. You imagine that shit just landing on top of you? Doesn't sound like fun. No, fuck that shit. It hit, but anyway, it hit the Rogers Center. So that's like the Blue Jays' home stadium, and it put a fucking cut right through the middle of the roof. You could see right through it. The sun was like beaming right through it, and that's not supposed to happen. Oh, the Rogers Center, they have a retractable roof. When it's nice out in the summertime, they can, you know, play a little outdoor games. But that's not supposed to happen in the wintertime, so they had to reschedule one of their games, which is ridiculous. Team with a retractable roof having to cancel a game. But it happened. Definitely happened. What's going on? Oh, just got an email. What's whatever. Oh, yes. This is what I'm talking about. Shout out to the G-Men. They got a win. I just got the update. After squandering ninth inning lead, Brandon Belt's two-run blast in the 10th puts the Giants up for good in a 4-3 win over the D-backs in the desert. That's what I'm talking about. D-backs number one in the NL West. Giants, I believe, should be right around 500 now, if not at there. We will look to confirm. Also have to shout out them Oakland A's. They won, I want to say 14. I think the game took like six hours. Yee. That's crazy. Let's see. And that was like another walk-off. Gotta love walk-offs. And let's see. There's been some teams that have just been raking this year, though. Shout out to Yohannes Cespedes. He got himself a granny tonight. Bryce Harper knocked himself a homer with a broken bat. 406-foot home run last night. That was me. That was crazy. Anytime you can freaking still hold the handle, the little knob at the end, the rest of the bat just you know, freaking flying towards the stands or wherever the hell. Into the ground. I don't know what the heck. Man, that was crazy. So you gotta see that. You gotta just go look that shit up. Yeah, Giants. Yeah, still, still the floundering a little bit. Seven and ten. They got a lot of rookies in rotation. Johnny Cueto is back though. 
That is one good thing. I'm very glad about that. Hopefully the rotation can get a little bit more solidified before they get some margin back. And then at some point, Bumgarner. And I miss that dude. Miss you so much. Oh, my God. He's so good. Freaking horse. Just throw him out there seven innings every start. Just incredible. He's so good. And I wish him a speedy recovery on that uh, busted hand. Because he's got plates in his hand right now, I'm pretty sure. I haven't been keeping up with them updates, but I'm pretty sure that he still does. He's definitely still in the DL. But we'll keep it moving. Can't believe in the AL West, the Angels are number one right now. This is crazy. Like someone was saying, they have the the future version of Mickey Mantle in Mike Trout. And they got the future version of Babe Ruth and Shohei Otani. That is crazy. Pitcher and hitter combination. I know he had an issue with his hand last outing. He kind of got roughed up. Not roughed up, but he gave up some runs through a couple innings to the Red Sox. And... Um, so he might be, he'll be evaluated for that, but I think he, they said he's still going to hit though. So he'll still be playing, but that's just crazy. I'm going to bring up Shohei Otani's stats. His, he's like a cheat code. I wonder how the fantasy baseball leagues are treating him. If he's one player, he can play at two positions or if he, they chop him up at the, uh, Otani, the pitcher, Otani, the hitter. That's crazy. Let's see. Let's check his stats so far. He's got 38 bats, 5 runs, 11 hits. It's really good. Batting 367. He's got one double, a triple, 3 homers, 11 ribbies. Three walks, solid. Seven strikeouts in those uh, 30 at-bats. I think I'm trying out a little bit. Not too shabby as a hitter. And we get some statistics here for his pitching. He is 2-1. I think both those wins are against the A's. Oh, not good. Not good, Oakland. Yeah, two and one with the three point six ERA. I think ERA jumped up a little bit after that Red Sox outing because he got pulled after two innings. He gave up like two or three. Let's see here. Pitch fifteen innings, giving up eight hits, six runs, all of them earned. Just two homers. I know he's like. Uh, it's got a lot of pitches, what everybody says, but they're starting to figure him out a little bit. I mean, maybe maybe a little bit, maybe who knows how much that uh, hand issue caused him. But this dude is like a fucking phenom now, just tearing it up. And that's really crazy. I can't believe a team actually let him do this. Let him play 
basically like two two separate positions. DH and pitcher. That is that's unreal. That's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, if they make the playoffs, that'd be insane. Hopefully they don't. For other reasons. Other reasons. Let's see. As we go back to the standings. These are the teams that are kind of killing it right now a little bit. Boston, Angels, and the Mets, and the Pirates, man. Kind of surprisingly. The Red Sox, you saw them having a good chance. Yankees are at 8-8. Eight and eight. They're still figuring it out. And AL Central, the Twinkies up on top. But that one's pretty contested. Indians up there, Tigers up there. White Sox and Royals dropping off this season. Yeah, Royals had their run for a few years. I think they might be back down where they've, they've been for a little bit. Got a World Series, though. Got some uh, great... Uh, well, I think Salvador Perez is hurt, too. But got some great postseason action, for sure. We'll always remember that damn game where they fucking stole, like, double-digit bases, like 10, 10 bases against the A's in, like, that uh, playing game, pretty much. <sighs> I can't believe it. It blew it. Anyway, yeah, AL West. You got the Angels over the Astros. They're the reigning World Series champs. Long season. They're up on with them. Uh, 13-5 record for the Angels. Astros are 12-7. and So, yeah. A sitting at 9-10. In fourth place behind the Mariners at 9-7. So, not everyone's played the same amount of games. National League, yeah, Mets, like I said, up in the East. They're 13-4, so they look like a strong contender. Central, Pirates, up. They got to have a 12-6 record. Cardinals, Brewers behind them with 10 wins apiece. Then we move to the NL West. You got the Diamondbacks up 12 with 12 wins, 5 losses. Then the Rockies right behind them with 11 wins and 9. Giants back there with seven wins, ten losses there. Treading water. Dodgers surprisingly are only eight and nine. They uh won the pennant last year, got to the World Series and look like mostly the same team. But not so hard to start. So we'll see what happens. Long ass season. There's your little baseball update. Now on to a little Hockey. This is the one time of the year I will pay attention to the NHL and only if one team is in it. I got to be Homer. Got to root for them. San Jose Sharkies, baby. How about them Sharks? Bring out the motherfucking brooms. Get them ducks out of here. They've been duck hunted. It's like them damn video game that bears my name. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They swept the heck out of Anaheim. Moving on to face the Vegas Golden Knights, who 
are the only the third expansion team to ever win a series, an opening series in their franchise history in all of the four major sports in America. Basketball, football, baseball, hockey. The third team ever in all of them. Think about that. That's crazy. Ever. Every year, there's four four championships or champions crowned in each of those sports. Multiply by that by like most of these sports. I think the NBA might be the youngest one and they kind of solidified in like the 50s. So that's like 70 years damn near of history. And then yeah, y'all do the math. It's like 100 280 some odd seasons in that time span plus more cuz baseball goes all the way back to the 1800s. 1880s I want to say. Yeah. Old as dirt. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like such a long time ago in our realms, but in the whole grand scheme of shit, that's like a blink. If you put the whole length of humanity in like one timeline from like your left fingertip to your right fingertip, that doesn't even get to like past your cuticle. That's nothing. It's Nathan. But yeah, the Ducks... They got uh, freaking marked out the sky off the ice, I would say. Especially in game three, man. Eight to one stomping by the Sharks. They had eight different goal scorers. They're just playing out of their minds, man. So we'll get some shout-outs. Shout-out to Vander Kane coming through. Added to this team. This is really solid. Brett Burns still doing his thing. Amazing. Hunk of beard. Joel Thornton. Also, doing his thing. One of my favorites, one of the fan favorites, Joel Ward. We'll shout him out. Is he still on the squad? I don't even fucking know. See, this is how little I pay pay attention to the goddamn San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks. I know Bill Burr is probably going crazy. Gotta go listen to that shit. See what he's up to. Yeah, swept the fuck. Uh, let's see. Where's the damn roster? Where's the roster? Oh yeah, Pavelski. How'd I forget about you, dude? Martin Jones, dude. Jones in that eight-one game had like forty-five saves. That shit's crazy. That shit's crazy. Logan Couture. Oh, Thomas Hartle had some goals. Edward Vlasic. Edward Vlasic. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah, Paul Martin. I think he got on the score sheet today. Yeah. Yep, we still got Ward. That's what's up. That's what's up. And the rest of the squad. We'll, uh, you know, let y'all read the rest. Yeah, freaking San Jose. I'm excited. Really want them to take down the fucking... Golden Knights, man. I wouldn't give it two shits about them one way or the other if I didn't know that the Maloof brothers were part 
of that ownership squad. So, yeah, just got to root against that on principle. Those fuckers almost took away my damn favorite team, my Sacramento Kings, away from the capital city. That would have not been cool. Not would not have been cool at all. Not one bit. As we keep it moving, on to some uh, news and noteworthy shit. There was a prison melee down in South Carolina just uh, the other day. I want to say seven inmates were killed, 14 total were injured. Shit was bonkers. I will give you the lowdown in just a moment. It was pretty crazy, man. It was insane. It was like on some Breaky Bad type shit. There was just like a fucking melee, pretty much. There was a lot of reports of like the people not stepping in when they should have. It was, yeah, crazy. Here we go. Boom. Load Columbia, South Carolina. Inmates armed with homemade knives fought each other for about seven hours over territory and money. They get them seven dead in the worst U.S. prison riot in a quarter century, officials said Monday. Inmate who witnessed violence told AP that bodies were literally stacked on top of each other. Mm, at least 17 were seriously injured. First fight started in a dorm room about 7.15 p.m. Sunday and appeared to be contained before suddenly starting in two other dorm rooms. Cell phones helped stir up the trouble and state officials urged the federal government to change a law and allow them to block the signal from prisoners' phones. These folks are fighting over real money and real territory while they're incarcerated. No prison guards were hurt, of course. Of course. They ain't gonna step into that shit. I think that's what, there were some reports of pretty much of that. So he said they followed protocol by backing out and asking for support. It took several hours to restore order, but once a special SWAT team entered, the inmates gave up peacefully. Yeah, after the SWAT team comes in, for sure. Dude's decked the fuck out. The prisoners saw the right exchange messages with AP on the condition of anonymity because he is not allowed to have a cell phone and fears retribution for other inmates, of course. He said he saw several attackers taunt a rival gang member who was badly injured. I just saw three dead on the sidewalk outside of my unit. One guy still alive and breathing, but just barely. Jesus Christ, it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Check this out. In South Carolina prisons, 13 other inmates have been killed by fellow prisoners since the start of 2017. That is ridiculous. That shit is crazy. Most inmates slain in a single riot since nine prisoners and a guard died in 93 in southern Ohio. Correctional facility. Damn. That's crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy. The COs never even attempted to render aid nor quell the disturbance. They just sat in the control bubble, called the issue in, and then sat in their collective asses. <laughs> Here's uh, their response. We gathered as many people as we could, as quickly as we could, and went in as soon as we thought it was safe for our staff. Of course, of course, just fucking wipe that shit, not my fault, 
wipe that shit right off your hands. This shit was crazy. Y'all should read into it. It was fucking insane. Oh, also had this other story that I saw today. There was a freaking Instagram star smuggling drugs for likes. <laughs> that was the fucking headline. This shit was crazy. Oh, man. Let's, uh, let's pull it up. Oh, shout out to Kendrick Lamar winning a Pulitzer Prize. That is crazy. That is ridiculous. Also, um, something not cool. Freaking Southwest Airlines had this, uh, situation where something happened with one of their engines on a flight. I want to say from the East Coast to, like, Texas, I want to say. And unfortunately, the lady lost her life because a piece of that broke open one of the windows and she sustained injuries from being like sucked through partially. She got like brought back in and I don't know what happened if she had like a heart attack or what. But yeah, lady freaking passed away because of that crazy shit. And now I got to go fly on one of their flights. Great. Really reassuring. Oh, they better give me fucking double peanuts and shit. I'm like, man, I'm going to bring that shit up to the flight attendant. On some, I don't give a fuck shit. Man, you best give me some peanuts. Give me like two or three bags. I ain't trying to fucking sue your ass. Fucking put me in danger. Nah. <laughs> uh, I'll probably be half asleep. My flight's at like seven in the morning. Gotta get up on Friday. So I probably shouldn't go out on Thursday. Definitely should pack too. That's definitely important. Yeah, I'll probably do that tomorrow. Probably do it tomorrow. Yeah, there's this chick who got caught up trying to smuggle drugs into where the fuck was she? A Canadian woman. She oh she got caught in Australia. She had like fucking bags of yay on her on a yacht not a yacht it was a cruise on a cruise dang she was part of a 21 million dollar cocaine plot she got part of the scheme because she was gonna gain more IG followers so like the fucking plug put her on and it was rewarding her with like all this lavish shit she was putting putting that shit up on IG Getting popping, doing all that. I kind of want to know what her fucking handle is just so I can see that shit. See if it was worth it. Let me let me fucking Google this bitch's name. Melanie Roberge. Uh, why didn't I just look that shit up? All right, let's go. To meet the worst cocaine smuggler of all time That's hilarious Yeah fuck it Let's look it up Let's do this shit mm, Yep let's look at them Instagram photos bitch Let's go Dude I love the internet <laughs> You read something you can actually find it So Yeah I'm a little confused I thought this shit was a Old post but it's got like new info. There's these two Australian chicks. Uh, 
Facing life in prison. Uh, oh my goodness. Freaking crazy. I don't think it was worth it. I'm looking at some of the pictures. Really don't think it was worth it. Freaking dumb broads. Good job, cocaine dealers. Get someone else to do your fucking dirt. She's pretty hot, though. She's pretty hot, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still looking. Okay, on the beach. Another one. This one looks like on a boat, on a yacht, or a cruise. Probably cruise. It was a cruise. Yep. Okay. She didn't put too. She didn't go too crazy. She got a nice little cute tattoo right there on her right, uh, right above her hip, like uh, one towards the rib cage. There's like uh, oh, so that chick's pretty good too. All right, that, that's that's good enough. That's enough. That's not riveting podcast. We're gonna keep it moving. Trump's attorney getting raided. Michael Cohen. Deep fucking shit. Shit is getting real. The heat is on. What metaphor you want to use? Do it. It's going to be crazy. Things getting freaking intense. And things are getting just like more and more like reality show. It's like crazy shit happening here what about this and how about that and look what he's planning here it's like freaking three card monty with like fucking headlines it's crazy try to figure out what the fuck's actually the real and what to pay attention to and what isn't and there's so much other little shit that just gets kind of swept under the rug not really thought about this is freaking disappointing but yeah his turn got raided so that's crazy. We found out that uh, Sean Hannity was also Michael Cohen's uh, client. Apparently, Hannity denies this, but I don't trust that dude one one iota. Don't trust any of the Fox heads. There were even a couple of the legal counsels who came in and uh, basically explained one of the others lying, um, or that Hannity is lying, pretty much. Because it was uh, either he's protected by attorney-client privileges or for like a purpose, for a reason, like he used them for his attorney, or he didn't. And they found out he did. So, yeah, it's crazy. Also, in the news, bombs over Syria. A lot of controversy over these. Uh, so much so that... Putin made comments condemning the moves and all that. So in retaliation to the neurological gases or the, the biological warfare that the Assad regime had on its people, as it was reported. As with everything that comes out of the Middle East, things are very distorted. So you're not really sure what version of the truth you're getting and which version they want you to see. So, always 100% of the time, keep that in mind. Because we know there have been nations in the past that have done false flag attempts of people trying to attempt a coup, and that brings other people who are also 
you know, kind of think in that same light out to the out from out from out of the shadows, so to speak. Kind of brings them out more into the into the spotlight, and then that's when you strike and attack them by legal means, by imprisonment, false imprisonment, physically beating them, torturing them, doing whatever, you know, getting really down and dirty. I know Turkey did this shit, and there's been some other countries in the past that have done it too. So, yeah, definitely be aware. Be very, very aware. Of all that. And, uh, yeah, the U.S. definitely did launch those strikes. And not a lot of countries, there's some countries that don't like us now because of that. But there's always been countries that have done that. We've had some allies that joined us, though, to be to be fair. And to be fair, Assad is a piece of shit. And fucking sucks that Putin is fucking supporting that fucker. And the world keeps burning. It's sad. I have nothing but love for the people of Syria. They have to endure all this. I have uh, some good friends of mine that are uh, Syrians, and I cannot imagine what the how, what they're feeling. Seeing seeing all that crazy devastation that's going on. It's pretty sad. So thoughts and prayers are out there for them, and I, I hope we can come at to some peace at some point. It's just. It's, it's unreal. It's been it's been a long time. We're talking a debate about this since I was in like college, and that was about six years ago when I was taking those that debate class, and nothing really, no substantial progress. There's so much unrest. People just fleeing persecution, pretty much brings a burden on everybody else too people in Europe it's a crazy scenario because there's a couple of safe havens in Europe I know Germany's one of them so if they can get there they will be protected but the problem is getting there there's so many other countries that people that just don't want to allow and let in and it's a story of a lot of other places in the world But we move on. How about Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg? Had two days in front of Congress and looked like a babbling new fool, babbling idiot. Didn't know nothing. Think he was playing dumb. It's a lot of stuff. Maybe not a lot of stuff, but some stuff. Obviously, the the dude is intellectual and speaks in his own kind of lexicon and language. That these old ass senators are kind of not always hip to. And the way they kind of communicate that shit was just maybe not the most effective way. But yeah, they uh, they try to bring the heat. And some of them try to grill them. Some of them had some good quotes. But some of them were like confused and just didn't know what they're talking about. And yeah, it was uh, not... Uh, not uh, reassuring at all that whole situation of what they're talking about because they were just explaining how Facebook's been trying to get those uh, bad actors out of the way and hopefully they don't influence some elections coming up this year internationally 
and uh, domestically because there are some local elections and, and uh, midterms is the term I was looking for. So those elections coming up definitely got to re-register again and I advise everyone, everyone, everyone to go ahead and vote regardless of what side you on, what shit you believe, what shit you don't believe. I need you to be heard. So otherwise, these all these motherfuckers can't argue that, you know, what got elected is not the view of everybody. So I encourage everyone, make your view known. Express yourself. So go ahead and do that. Put in a little bit of effort. Go get a mail-in ballot. Fill that in. Put in the mailbox. And you're good. Simple as that. You don't need to go leave work on a Tuesday, a random ass Tuesday. Just do that. They're not going to do it digitally. At some point, I hope they do, but that would be bad for hacking. But anyway, that's my little news and notes updates. Moving on. As I mentioned before, going back to the 209, it's going to be good. Uh, after Hippie Hill and the Burner concert on Friday. That'll be a good one. I'm going to try to record a podcast with my primo. Probably going to be Fidel. Shit, we might be able to do one when we're out there slanging shit. That should be crazy. Uh, anywho, we're going to do one on 420. And that'll be dope. That'll be fucking sick. gotta be the 20th one I could do also so I think that shit is made it's supposed to be had to be and uh, it's always a good time get another 10 in get into 20 just onward and upward trying to hit that goal of a thousand at some point that's why I put the zero 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 zeros up in the front Got a little motivation where you need to go. Just keep them in another one in the book, another one in the book, another one in the book, and you'll get there. But yeah, I really love uh, being back with my family. I'm really going to try to see if I can have as many of my family members get together as possible. Might have to do it Sunday. Saturday, my little brother's actually going to his formal, so... This dude had the wildest looking tux. My mom took a picture of it and sent it to me. It's like, look at his tux. I'm like, my God. It has, uh, it's purple. Jacket, purple. Sneak, or purple, uh, purple pants. It's got red like cartoon or it's like cartoon outlines and like pink it's got uh, ice cream cones there's pineapples a drink ice cream bar a star an anchor sunglasses flip-flops freaking floaty tube a bottle and that's ridiculous it's like covered all over it's like all over print but that's ballsy. So <laughs> my little bro Michael, right, he's gonna be rocking that at the formal. Apparently, the his dates were in black dress because 
I hope she picked the black dress first and not the other way around. <laughs> Brother, that's gonna gonna be like a dick move if you if you did that shit. Let's uh um let's see. Yeah, just a couple other things. Uh, Tanner got me the other day, man. I need more pics of myself. I need to get some this weekend. It's one thing I noticed. I don't take a lot of pics of myself. I don't know if that's like a thing that I'm like I'm kind of ashamed of doing. Not the selfies or getting people to take pictures of me doing shit. I just like being in the moment and doing experiences. And if uh, I, in the moment, think about taking a photo to commemorate it, then so be it. But I feel like less often that is the case. Um, used to be freaking standboy on a lot of social media all the time, more so than I am now. But I've been stepping it up a little bit, just dabbling to get back into it. But uh, yeah, try to I try to limit it in certain aspects of my life. So I don't know if that's it's part of that or if it's me being ashamed of who I am or what I look like or what I want to look like or I don't know I don't know what that means I don't know but yeah I need to get more pictures of my fucking self because I'll keep looking through the same shit because I gotta put a recent one up because I only recently started shaving my head I only recently did that um yeah so that narrows it down to what the last like two or three years or so yeah that's uh yeah haven't been keeping up back then and also had like a bunch of shitty phones in the meantime and cameras broken on some so that was another obstacle definitely the quality of the pictures not that great ran through a lot of memory in my older phones and yada yada etc 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 so that shit's gotta keep on going and uh yeah, I think I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty done. It's almost midnight right now. I'm trying to get to tar season, but by the time y'all listen to this shit, it will be officially tar season. And just another reminder, go ahead and give us a follow. And we are on all of the listening platforms. That you could imagine that they'll let us on. We're trying to get on more, but uh, that's in the works. So you can go ahead and subscribe, follow along on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. So go ahead and give us some love. Give me some love on the socials at Puro Caballero on Instagram and Twitter. That is P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O. I'm going to spell it for you green goals every single time. So that is what it is. And this has been episode number 19. Signing off. Till next time. Yeet.